Welcome to Executives at the Edge, a podcast brought to you by MEF. I'm your host, Pascal Venezes. Join me as we explore thought-provoking perspectives from the leaders and changemakers who are propelling enterprise digital transformation forward. Hi, I'm so very excited to have Abby Sir, Senior Director of Product Management in the Communication Industry of Salesforce. Abby, welcome to Executives at the Edge. Tell me a little bit, I think our audience want to learn a little bit about you. So please, if you can tell us a little bit about your background, that'd be great. Sure, Pascal. Uh, first of all, thanks for the opportunity and so excited to be here. Um, brief entry about myself. Um, I have been working in the communications industry for about 25 years, the past 10 years uh, in Salesforce. I started my career with some of the leading global consulting companies focusing on system integration work with billing, mediation, customer care systems. I had an opportunity to wear multiple hats, um, working as an architect, an integration specialist, process change for some of the global communication service providers. Um, now in Salesforce, I say it's in my, I'm in my third chapter, part of the communications cloud product team focusing on the rollout of cross-portfolio products um, where multiple products come together to, to, meet, uh, to meet the requirements to solve the, to solve the customer problems, and particularly ensuring that uh, our products are continually designed in conformance with industry standards, such as MAF and TM Forum Open APIs. That's a little bit about myself. Well, well thank you, Abby. Very impressive background. So I think a lot of our listeners want to know Salesforce, you think CRM. So how, now what should they think about in this case? You're in the communication industry, right? Which is really around automation. And so can you help us with that journey of what do you mean by automation? Because like, we know automation's everywhere. Everybody's talking about yeah. it. And what does it mean from a customer engagement point of view? That, that'd be really helpful. Sure, sure. Um, you know, uh, when I or other our group, we look at automation, uh, we look at, uh, I tend to look at it uh, through the lens of um, engineering and physics, if I may put it that way. Uh, so, while, for example, while the engineering practices of automation have evolved over the years, making it real-time, intelligent, the foundation laws of physics, as we call it, the, the role of the customer has remain relatively fixed. Um, we we trying to look at the automation through this lens of the customer and other stakeholders who are in, uh, involved in the ecosystem, customers, employees, and how and what automation means to them. So uh, while communication service providers can take up automation to improve the operational efficiency to match the capacity of sales and service and moving the network to the cloud, we try to look at uh, the, uh, the automation from the customer's angles in the sense that through the lens of these stakeholders, does automation enable the, uh, the customers to better use the digital channels so that they can self-serve themselves? Does automation enable employees do their jobs better uh, to serve their customers better? So uh, I would say our mantra is that behind every great customer experience, there is an efficient and a personalized process driven through automation. Mm, very, very good. So think, let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. So 
when you mean by automation, I think everyone's understand. So what's that journey look like? So the so the customer comes to a portal, and then can you walk us through like what exactly are you solving in Salesforce? In and I know I know what it is, but I think customers want to know about it. In the pre-order ordering, like help us understand that experience, and and really we'll talk about what we and MEF are doing in Cantata, which is that enterprise feasting point of view, and then how that rolls back into the backside, into the ecosystem, you know, through Sonata, we call it, which is a set of APIs. Yes. So can you just help our, our listeners about exactly that experience and that workflow that from sure, the pre-ordering sure. to the ordering and so on? Sure. So if you, uh, if you look at the process for um, right from the lead to cash uh, the pre-order to the order processes there are there are multiple uh, there are multiple touch points that the customers have uh, while engaging with with the CSP with the communication service providers trying to find out what products are what products and offers are available uh, and then if they if and when they choose to buy those products uh, then can the ordering process be done seamlessly from the digital uh, through the digital channels now what we are doing is extending um, the overall in, in the CRM layer extending the uh, marketing sales and the service with the communication specific processes the CPQ process uh, which involves the order capture then you have the uh, then you have the order ordering process now within the configure price quote process there are multiple steps as i mentioned um, the the um, the serviceability check the offer uh, eligibility checks and then uh, when the customer goes through the overall cart management then there are subtle certain processes that need to happen seamlessly so the way we uh, have enabled in the customer engagement layer we have multiple uh, tools and that 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 help a csp to uh, automate these processes tools which are which are people centric automation i would say um, and then also process centric right so orchestrating the end to end workflows of the order capture and enabling the agents uh, through guided processes of making the uh, making the best offer available and these are all done um, through um, through the underlying layer of the salesforce engagement platform uh, through the ai recommendation tool so the way we would like to say is that automation does not really um, exist in isolation so automation has to be enabled through intelligence uh, through uh, making those recommendations automations also have to be done uh, in a personalized fashion making the recommendations that would make the most sense to the customer in question so these are all the different tools so these are all the different uh, uh, tasks that needs to be done and uh, when it comes to the overall automation processes we kind of break it down into multiple um, I would say uh, layers or components so whether uh, an automation process is uh, is a single user automation process uh, whether only one person is going to uh, or one process it's a one process and then you have the complex processes for example if there is an order fallout right you want to automate that so in uh, more than likely that there will be multiple users uh, in in uh, in the CSP ecosystem there could be employees and uh, there could be contractors who need to come together 
to uh, to help uh, to resolve the order fallout. And then there are automations that are done outside the Salesforce engagement layer. Not all automations will happen directly in Salesforce, right? In the engagement layer. So in that scenario, automation has to be coupled or in, uh, harmonized with the integration framework. How can you initiate an automation process in an external system? Right. So, so the ultimate the idea here is Pascal is to uh, look at automation from these business process perspectives, from the overall lead to cash. What processes need to be automated within the customer engagement platform, as well as integrate with external systems that uh, that help solve the customer problem. So whether it is in the ordering case uh, uh, scenario or in the in the care service scenarios. Right. So mm. that's how we, uh, we look at it. Yeah. Got it. Now, just to be clear, there's automation. You're talking about business automation now, right? Yes. From the point of what are the things and services and products being offered? Um, and that's kind of what you're doing. And, and then is it available in certain areas or addresses? And then finally, you know, give me a price quote. And then, yes, I want to buy it and they order it. So those are the business aspects. Then, yes. And then update the inventory, obviously. Yes. But then there's an operational. So then you interact with many, many systems, including your own, and you have yes. a huge, huge workflow of that. And there's automation at the operational levels. Yes. Now these are like, let me go test this. Let me go configure the service. Let me go test the service. Let me make sure it's performing right. There's faults and so on. Now those areas you're not involved with. That's that's normally relegated outside your area to using other APIs and so on with other systems and other partners and vendors and so on, correct? Yes, and to some extent, no, also. So I'll tell, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, you you are right that our our main focus areas are in the are in the business uh, uh, are in the business uh, uh, topics, right? So what you call as a business APIs in the mm -hmm. pre-order and the order and cash, but in the the operationals come to play a role when it comes to when you're talking about care services uh, for example if there is uh, if there is a, a network alarm that is being uh, initiated a fault or, or um, something that is being predicted also can we use that to proactively um, solve a customer a problem even before the customer has even raised a case or a trouble ticket, right? Mm -hmm. So they do play a role if we can uh, take those operational APIs uh, that MEF has worked on to help the customer uh, uh, to help the customer even before they have raised an issue. So yes, they there is a role and there is a uh, for those operational APIs as well, uh, helping not only in the not only in the use case of the service and I'd also say from an overall customer 360 view that how can we use ultimately the idea is that how we use these both business and these operational APIs to have that complete 360 view. So if we know that let's say for example a customer is in a region which is uh, regularly facing network outages or challenges uh, can we uh, can we suggest a better offer to that customer right so this is where the operational apis come in and play a big role mm, very good thank right. you yeah yeah so you know i think i'd love to know what 
what does the meth means to you in Salesforce? And I think there's a lot of thoughts about what is MEP APIs, TM form APIs, but yet they're, to me, I think they're also bring a lot of synergies. And then what does it mean to the customer? Can you help our listeners with this? I think there's always that confusion going on. Yes, no, I'm so glad that you asked this question. So so first of all, uh, we are so excited to be to be members of, uh, of MEF. And uh, as you know, our GM, David Fan, uh, is in the, uh, the technical advisory board and he um, enjoys being the part of the of the tab and contributing and we are we are learning a lot from the contributions that have been made by the MEF members. So uh, we we see there is a tremendous opportunity in in uh, in working with MEF and leveraging the work that has already been done uh, by MEF in uh, in harmony with the TM Forum Open APIs. And I'll give you an example of what it means and how we are envisioning uh, through maybe, uh, some uh, examples. So That's we cool. yeah so we we have an ambitious goal of rolling out TM Forum Open APIs. You know and that. Uh, uh, mentioned in the, in the realm of the customer 360 and the overall lead to cash processes. So TM Forum open APIs uh, such as 620, which is for the product management, 641, which is for the service order management are some of the top priorities. Now, there are others as well that we have, the 645, the serviceability and the 673 service uh, geographic address management. Now, now, these are APIs which we are rolling out. These could be inbound APIs that is, uh, other, um, you know, other partners reach out to Salesforce to integrate with us, or we could be using these APIs to integrate with other external systems. Now, these APIs... Uh, fulfill the role of the, as uh, in in the MEF language the north to south integration within a CSP together yeah. with uh, the the partner connected ecosystem, but I think. Um, the magic will happen when we extend these TM Forum Open APIs with the Cantata and the Sonata APIs to expand in the east-west directions, right? To integrate between the retail service providers and and the and the wholesale operators in the case of Sonata APIs and the enterprise uh, uh, enterprise and the retail service providers, which is your Cantata APIs. Now, how will that? Pan out. So, for example, uh, we are rolling out let's um, uh, TM Forum 620 Open APIs and uh, 641, uh, the service order management. Now, MEF has already created um, the payloads, the your your payloads for the product and the services for the different products for these LSO APIs. Now, if we extend these, uh, what we are delivering, and that is our goal, um, that um, in embedding these payloads on these TM Forum Open APIs so that when we are getting a query from an enterprise uh, for, let's say, a product offering or for, let's say, quote management, down the road we will offer the quote management for these particular specific orders, uh, for these particular specific APIs, I'm sorry, then it becomes very easy for us to uh, to better communicate, better integrate with the uh, with the with the enterprise. I mean, when you say us, as in the CSP integrating with the, with uh, with the enterprise, and likewise, we are getting a lot of queries from the global carriers who want to better integrate with one another. Uh, who I mean, uh, we may have a tier one carrier here in US who is a wholesale 
at a, uh, uh, meeting the requirements of retail uh, customers out of Europe and uh, in and the roles are also reversed. So these leading CSPs have, uh, many of them have manual processes customized and tailored for different, uh, for each each interaction and that can that is definitely not scalable we all get it and the csps are living and breathing it so i think it's almost becomes a compelling a mandatory uh, need for us as we see that to extend these apis tm forum apis with the mef payloads that have been defined for the products like you have done for sd wan and others to to help our csps to help the csps get the desired outcome so there is a lot of work to be done. Uh, we are just in the initial uh, stages that we are planning. Uh, we are just rolling out the TM Forum APIs. We have a plans and ambitious plans for uh, extending them for the MEF, but, um, but we are very excited about it. So Avi, I think just to um, maybe conclude, maybe I think there's also a little bit of clarity. So MEF has been built the all the MEF APIs, the Sonata and Cantata APIs and right. operational APIs. So these business operation bytes on using the TM Forum APIs. But there is some little clarity. I think what we've done is we've given and clarified the TM Forum APIs, which are generic out of the box. And we've yeah. created very great high fidelity and interoperability on those APIs. And additionally, so basically now it means that even if a carry took and implemented TM Forum APIs, they still have to modify it. And by definition, modify it means it becomes custom. What we've done is we've modified them with governance from TM Forum. And so now everybody uses that version of MEF APIs will plug to each other and work because that, yes. that customization has been agreed upon all of the constituents and members and various CSPs. So that's one. I think that's kind of what we've done in both facing the enterprise or facing the ecosystem, Sonata, Cantata. And I think the other thing we've done, which you've pointed out, is we've added a whole bunch of service and product schema payloads, which yeah. represent the service and products. And, and for me, I think that is, like you said, as you articulated, has a tremendous value. And I think at the end of the day, I think the most important things when machines have to communicate, unlike human beings, we can have a little bit of, you know, grace where we can try to, try to interpret what you're trying to say, but machines have to be very, very explicit, right? They don't, yeah. they're, they're, they're based upon, you know, binary bits and, Everything has to be extremely explicit. So these products and service schemas have to be very explicit. We're going to activate services across the ecosystem and to the, from the customer uh, journey all the way across, you know, not only the service providers, networks, and all the resources, but across to all the partners too. So automation is a complex subject. I think it's gone from when I started, you know, as the CTO of MEF maybe six plus years ago, as a nice to have. And many people are saying, oh, well, the business side could be automated, but I can just use people to do you know, scripting and provisioning the resources of the network. I think those days are gone and it's become a yeah. must have. And I think it's a very exciting time. And I'm very excited to have both yourself and Salesforce involved. And certainly David on the, on the tab, the technology advisory board has been absolutely incredible. So I like to add uh, the value from the MEF and the MEF uh, contributions is that it is templatizing uh, the, the integration landscape, making it easy for CSPs to uh, integrate with the ecosystem and with enterprises. So what I mean by that is 
with the high fidelity payloads that Pascal was referring to, it becomes just pure simple templates that you are making integration uh, as an easy to roll out and easy to and adopt and use. It is integration is no longer a, a, a multi-year project because that's where CSP lose the value. And this is, I think, the big biggest contributions from MEF that we see a lot of value and we are going to take full advantage of the work that is done. So I think, uh, Pascal, you are right on. I want to thank you for your time today. It's been really, really a pleasure working with yourself, Salesforce, and all of our member companies. So thank you, Evie. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. We look forward to working and collaborating with MEF and with other members of MEF.